Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's podcast for Everything is Brand. This week, we pose the question, is your brand accessible to everyone? You know, there's a lot of government regulations around accessibility, but the truth is, is that if you really want to connect with your target audiences, you have to ensure that your brand can reach everyone. And there are accessibility issues across the board. Today, we want to talk a little bit about what some of those are and how we can get around them to ensure that your brand is able to be accessed by everyone and that you're connecting with all the target audiences that you want to. Christian, what are some of the most important elements that we have to consider when we're thinking about accessibility? Well, I think the first thing we need to do is actually define what accessibility is because it's usually associated with people with some kind of disability. And if you Google it, you'll find a broad range of definitions. But the one I like most is one that says that accessibility is the degree to which a product device, service, or even an environment is available to as many people as possible. So we're not talking just about disabilities. We're talking about Mm -hmm. making your brand, making your product, your service, or anything available to as many people as possible. So I think that's the best starting point. Because if you think about disability, there are different levels of disability too. Right. For example, we're talking about permanent disabilities like blindness, definitely. But there are also situational disabilities. Like, for example, you had an accident and you need to start using a wheelchair. Right. So we're not talking about reaching out to a small number of people. We're talking about making whatever you do available to as many people as possible. Right. And I think that the truth is, is that that's just good business. You know, a lot of times when people talk about accessibility and it jumps right to that disability conversation. And the truth is, is that there's a whole bunch of different ways that we can look at this, because even in how you communicate your brand to different cultures or religions and really making sure that you're not stopping your business opportunities with any group of people, no matter where they might be or what might be some of the overarching elements of of who they are and, and what they need from your brand. The reality really is that we all have some type of um maybe maybe not necessarily disability in kind of the, the traditional sense, but you know, we may have certain limitations. And it could be age related, it could be location related, it could be physical access, whatever, right? So making your brand, your your messaging, your product or whatever it is accessible to everyone is really the goal. Right. And it's really kind of looking at your audience from that perspective that you want to make sure that everybody who is a potential client or who have a potential relationship with that person, that individual, that, you know, they can actually come to you and to your business. Yeah, it comes down to the idea of knowing your audience, which we've talked about in many podcasts previously. But, you know, this is the one where it's not just about what your audience is trying to buy or what their buying patterns have been or some of the usual analytics and metrics that we use, uh, but maybe even looking at where they live and, and their age range and their education level and, and all of these other elements that complete 
the customer profile for the different audiences that you're looking at. And if you're a storefront, it's easy to say, okay, yeah, we're going to put a ramp out front so people can get in. I mean, that's probably the most basic form of accessibility. But it's also about making sure that if you're in a multicultural environment, that when you're putting ads out or messaging out, that those ads and messaging aren't offensive or aren't excluding anyone as you go out into your marketplace. You know, there's there's a, a real opportunity, and we're seeing this more and more, where we have cultural reviews of, of marketing programs and marketing plans where you bring people in to look at it from a cultural review. That's accessibility to make sure that as you go out into these different audiences that you're going in a way that that enables your brand to reach them in the best possible way. That's really relevant in the beauty and fashion space where as a woman, I've seen the gamut, turn back the clock 10 years at least, and all we saw were white, thin women in everything. And I'm happy to see the change in that landscape being more towards what we see day to day on our streets, right? We're talking about all uh, shapes and sizes of women in all different colors. So there's definitely a lot of movement in that direction in that beauty and fashion space for sure as of uh, late. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about um, your brand being accessible to everyone, regardless of your nationality, your abilities, your you know digital presence, your physical presence. We're talking about making your brand accessible to all humans. Yeah. You know, some people will say, okay, I'm a small company, uh, you know, there may be a big cost here. How do I, how do I get around that? How do I make sure that I'm doing all of these different things? Because this sounds very expensive. And, and I mean, what would we say to those organizations? I mean, the first thing that pops into my head is that, you know, knowing your audience, you may not be able to do everything, but if you know your audience and you know what some of the basic elements are for them, there's a lot of ways that you can be accessible without it costing a lot of money. What do you guys think? Well, when it comes to uh, you know physical accessibility, for example, like if, if a business is renovating their space, they have to account for accessibility. So they have to make sure that people have physical access. And that's, of course, like the same thing with communication, websites, anything like that. Nowadays, it's really just best practice. You really should be thinking about the fact that your service, your product, your business, whatever it is that you're doing should really be available to every person. Right, And it doesn't matter, to Gabby's point earlier, it doesn't really matter who they are, where they're coming from. And so, some businesses may actually say, well, that's not really our audience. Well, no, everybody is your audience. Right? They may choose not to come for other reasons, but they, they should have the ability to, to access those services or those products. Yeah, and to that point, creating or refreshing a brand to, to achieve this accessibility we're talking about it's a matter of mindset. It's a matter of, of making sure that no one is, is excluded. Yeah, it's not something on a checklist that you check off. No. I'm double A, I'm triple A, I'm got a ramp, I'm whatever. It is a human first centric yeah. mindset, right? Thinking yeah. about humans, thinking about your product, your service, whatever you're putting out there is touching humans. And how is it going to make their life easier? How can we put them first and foremost? in all that you do, whether it is from your service, whether it is to your your website that you have online or to your physical location. 
I think too, like as part of this, I think we're really seeing a trend towards simplification. That's a big part of this as well. You're seeing more straightforward copy. You're seeing bigger, clearer things, text, uh, buttons, that we're talking about digital. But overall, I would say that really this accessibility is leading to a trend in simplification. And I think that's a that's a big point to make in all of this as we kind of look at new brands that we're developing and things that we're working on. And that's a really interesting point. And I think that a lot of businesses can actually look at that. And right, you asked this question about cost and, and, and all of that. And kind of combining those two points, simplifying your business, how you deliver your services, your products or whatever, simplifying that can actually provide savings that can actually be used to redo your website or redo your brand or part of your brand. So it's important to take a look at that as an opportunity, not as a burden to your business, where you may actually be able to either restructure, simplify, and just make things a lot better from that perspective. People often talk about cost, but there's a cost to not doing these things too. And, and not very many people talk about that. And, and I think that especially when you start to get into some of the cultural elements, like with a lot that's going on right now, all of us are being more educated in certain areas that we may not have known a lot about. And as we get that education, as we see society move forward, as we see things happen in a way where it's not so much about how we're putting ourselves out there and more about why we're putting ourselves out there. Uh, There's a cost that if you don't move with society that people will look at you and say, oh, you seem old fashioned or I'm not sure that I want to interact with your brand or I'm not sure that I want to have your brand as part of my portfolio of, of where I shop or where I consume or whatever it might be. So yes, there may be costs associated with this, but there's costs with not being up to speed as well. I think what happens is that a lot of internal teams, we we often see this in a lot of the work that we do, companies are often siloed and they have different objectives, different goals, different markers. And that's where you start pulling it in all different directions and you lose the human-centric, you know, mindset in that. You lose all those other elements that are coming up And then it just turns itself more and more complicated. If the goal is clear and simple and united from a company perspective as to where they're moving the ship, then all those other elements that come from society can be easily addressed. But if we're not all aligned as a company, then that makes it way more difficult to have a human-centric mindset and it very much more difficult to adapt and adjust as you go. And you know, to, going to, to Jeremy's point earlier as well, like absolutely simplifying things and making sure that the, the entire company is behind it as well, you know, to Gabby, to your point. We actually see this quite often when we're uh, doing uh, websites, kind of the initial goal is, is there at the very beginning, is very clear. And then as we work through the project, so many things get brought into, you know, so many either business challenges or opinions and everything else, and it gets watered down. And, you know, keeping that initial idea that at the end of the day, you are designing your website or your brand or your space for people to use. And, you know, that really needs to come through. And that really needs to be kind of the the main focal point that every website or every space or anything should be tested through that lens. Yeah. And and it's also key, I think, to have representation. You know, we often say when we're mapping out a brand or we're mapping out a website or we're mapping out any kind of campaign, 
we want to kind of put ourselves in the mind of the consumer or the customer or the client, but we want to also make sure that even across the board in the organization that we bring people from different departments to hear their opinion. We want to make sure that the front line is represented. And I think that that goes beyond just what's happening in an organization. And it starts to wave out into all the representation that could be there. So if you are, if you have a wide range of an audience, let's say you're a consumer product that has a wide range, making sure that women are represented, making sure that people with disabilities are represented, making sure that people of a certain culture are represented if you haven't been successful in reaching them in the past. I think that, you know, having a very undiverse group making all the decisions Mm -hmm. is not going to give you the ultimate result that you need in order to broaden this accessibility, no matter what it is that you're doing. And I would say too, like looking at all this stuff, by attacking these issues, it actually makes you stronger. It makes you more prepared for things. It makes you you look at all the details, you work out all the kinks, and it really gets sets you up better for success uh, when you you don't shy away from all these sort of concerns that people have, uh, but really look at them, embrace them, and and go at them full force. I also want to add that it's not it's not a, a set it and it's done thing. You know mm-hmm. this. This, we constantly talk about the need to iterate and uh, adjust as we go. And that is very much true when it comes to having a human, human-centric brand. There will be iterations of this. There will be adjustments that will be made. I remember a few years ago when we were doing mobile, it was fat fingers. There are people who have, <laughs> you know, men who have fat fingers, and we called it fat oh, fingers. Oh, men, men. Men. Okay, so we're, okay whatever, whatever. <laughs> there are people out there who have fat well, fingers. Well, maybe we just call it larger fingers to yeah. stay Large with our accessories. There we go. And that needs to be compensated. I can't think of certain apps or whatnot that did not accommodate for that. But my point being that as we garner additional insights through analytics, through feedback and all those tools that we have to get that, there's the need to iterate as we go. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at that right now with with COVID. Uh, You know, we're talking about accessibility in physical spaces. Uh, We're iterating as we go right now in in that area with the shields going up and the things like that. So... It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's never standstill. We're constantly adjusting. I mean, that's, that's how we get better as a society anyway. So, um, but yeah, like it's, it can happen in all those different areas, whether it is physical or online or with your brand or with your website, uh, it's, it's always changing. Looking at this as an opportunity rather than a burden, I think is really important because accessibility can be a, a bit of a scary word. It sounds very difficult to achieve. It sounds very like like a lot of work, very expensive, and it doesn't have to be that way. It, it really can be a huge opportunity for the business, uh, internally and externally. Externally to obviously to, to be uh, available to everybody and internally to actually unite the company and unite the team uh, under that one message of where, you know, we are you know, we can be better today than than we were yesterday kind of, kind of approach. Yeah. And it's as long as as long as we don't look at it from just a regulatory exercise, as long as we look at it from an exercise in, you know, I love the word that you use, Gabby, this idea of human centric branding, human centric business. 
Um, it's really about understanding that broad range of people who will be interacting with your brand at any given time. And this idea of change, I mean, yes, everything is changing. We're seeing rapid change right now, but I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Uh, it just seems like change is going faster and faster. So the ability to iterate becomes crucial to enabling this to happen. Yeah, I think the important thing is to be consistent, right? Nowadays, it's really hard to be consistent considering everything that's happening, the environment, even social media and platforms. You need to change your voice style or messaging depending on the platform you're posting your content on. But you have to be consistent as a brand with all your messaging, with your, with your actions, with your values. So I think that's key here. Yeah, and if you say a lot of things in your mission, vision, and values that talk about accessibility and, and you know being available to everyone, and then you don't practice that, exactly. you're, you're really causing trouble for your brand down the road. So I think that if we look at accessibility beyond regulation, beyond rules, beyond legislation, and we start to think about this idea of creating a human-centric brand, it opens up the door to enable us to really think about this in much broader terms and look at all of the elements, whether it's our website, whether it's our physical space, whether it's our messaging, whether it's our advertising, whether it's how our product is designed. All of those things now become part of this accessibility conversation, not from a regulatory perspective, but from an opportunity perspective, an opportunity to build the business, an opportunity to build the brand, an opportunity to get into audiences exactly how you need to be in order to connect with them in a meaningful way. Because I, I don't think that there's any audience on earth where there's not some sort of accessibility issue, whether it's physical or beyond, there are some, there are accessibility issues with every audience. So I don't think anyone can say, well, that doesn't really apply to us. That doesn't really apply to our business. It applies to everyone. And the more that we look at it from that perspective, the greater opportunity we have to understand why everything is brand, because, you know, you have to look at everything holistically. You have to look at everything and how it's delivered. So that's this week of Everything is Brand. We'll be back next week with uh, uh, more details on this topic because we want to get into, you know, user experience and some of those elements that kind of move into some of the details of accessibility. So remember, we'll be back next week and Everything is Brand.